Okay. Um. Welcome back to episode whatever of the Tony W show, because I guess that's what I call it. And to be completely honest, I don't know what episode this is. This is like the thirteenth attempt at the opening of this because I'm in a church right now, and I guess I was just trying to find the the um the most quiet room or one that had the like, like the least amount of echo in it and i think i think i'm at as best as i'm going to get like i'd go to one room and like you could hear the cars in the background or i'd go to another room and like you can hear the outside noise from the people across the street or like the one room just had too much echo one room had the heat blasting in it and it uh, it's just I can't do these as consistently as I as I would like to because I don't I just don't have the proper setup. Like I just I'm always in the most random places with the most random equipment and it's just But I'm feeling pretty confident about the room I'm in. I'm actually in the main fellowship hall staring at what seems to be an endless row of pews. And there's not a whole lot of echo, but you can definitely hear what's going on outside. So, like, as long as a motorcycle doesn't come blasting through this 25-mile-an-hour road, we'll be pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have, I, I seem to, um, I seem to always do these when I feel like my life is exploding in my face. I don't know why that seems to be the theme. But again, I seem to be going through um, a big transitional phase, you know? You know, sometimes I wonder if, like, we should stop calling that, calling them that, because I, I, uh, life just seems to be one giant transitional phase, you know? Like, you're always changing constantly so it's like why put them what why yeah see I don't why make certain points of your life bigger or smaller than others because I mean every day you wake up is a big phase, right? I mean, because you, cause you, cause you could have not have woke up, you know? So, um, yeah, man. My mind's been a little lost the last couple of days. I saw on the news, you know, and I don't, I don't really get on the news because I just prefer to stay away from it, but I saw two days ago that um, a teenager got shot at Akron Skate Park. And it's just thrown my mood off for like the last couple of days. I, I didn't know the kid personally, um, but like I had seen him, you know, because he's just one of those dudes that just would come to the skate park to kick it and, you know... I'm familiar with the face, but, I mean, it's just like, damn, like, seriously? Like, when you really think about it, like, think of a place that you've gone for years and then just you hear that somebody got murdered at it. You're like, wow, is it, it's, you know, that's really crazy. You know, because for me, it's like, that place for me is a place to escape danger and like escape my mind and escape the reality that is living in society and then for another person it's where they die like that's heavy that's a heavy thought you know when you when you really really think about it it's a very heavy thought that's not my place to die <laughs> you know, that's my place of freedom. And for somebody else, it's their place of 
eternal rest. That's just like when you, when you really, really, you know, it's like, damn. So I don't know. I just, I feel lucky, you know, because I've been at the skate park in those times. Like, you know, the kid was there like super late into the morning. It was like 1 a.m., you know, so I'm sure there was a lot going on. You know, people hanging out at cars and their music playing really loud and they're probably all getting drunk or something. You know, I've been that guy that's been there at that time around that kind of thing. You know, so when I read it, I it started texting all my friends, like Snapchat, calling people, text messaging them, just making sure it wasn't somebody that I knew because the reality is, is it could have been any single one of us that are there that have participated in that kind of activity at the skate park. So, you know, I, it's fortunate that it wasn't somebody that I knew. And, you know, I felt that way at first. I was like, well, I mean, I guess as long as it's not somebody I know, then it's really not that bad. But, like, in a group chat that I'm in, like, one of the girls that's in it was like, hey, you know, that's great that you feel that way. But at the same time, that was somebody's son. That was somebody's friend. You know, that probably was somebody there to just goof off and escape whatever kind of reality he was living in, and it took his life away. So, oh, yeah, see, there's um, there's the random noises that the church makes. I don't know what the heck that was, but if I had a proper studio to record this in, that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> But it is, so you just have to deal with it. Oh, God, I think the heat's turning on. Oh, God. Oh, no. Well, I tried to figure out how to turn the heats off. Can't figure it out. So, I mean, it says it's off. I guess it's just going to run for a little while. <sighs> the inconveniences that are trying to create something with not the proper equipment whatever man what are you gonna do about it you know so yeah I mean yeah not a way to kick off something but I mean that that's been my my process is like you know I always have this feeling of invincibility and then you know something like that happens right in your backyard a place that I'm highly highly familiar with and you know know all the locals and it's just like damn man like that shouldn't happen like that shouldn't happen you know and i saw um another uh, one of my buddies um sai um he had said something about it today because also in the group chat we were like you know, they're coming up with all kinds of stuff. They're, you know, some of the locals want to kick out people who don't skate. And, like, you know, like, even me, you know, I was like, well, I feel like a lot of that problem comes from, like, BMX guys who don't really ride their bikes anymore, but they, they're comfortable with the place, so they still come up there to do their... And, you know, he was like, maybe we should not point fingers right now. Maybe that's what we need to not do. You know, he's basically just like, he's like, we already know that, like, the city is dangerous. You know, that's nothing new. It just so happened that, like, instead of somebody dying, you know, a couple blocks away, they die, like, right on it, you know. And it, and it's true. And it made me think and and feel kind of bad for, you know, what I was saying. You know, like, I was pointing fingers and... But, you know, he spoke some truth, and the fact of the matter is, is you can't really stop it. You know, you can't prevent that kind of thing from happening. It's going to happen, you know, and especially, especially in cities like Akron, you know. But he said what we could hope for is that maybe now it stops or we, or it becomes a little safer or maybe it helps people realize... Maybe we don't need to be doing that kind of thing in a place like that, you know? So he, he spoke some truth, and 
you know, it kind of lightened the situation as best as it could. And I, I mean, I thought it was an intelligent, an intelligent response to what people like me and a couple other locals were saying, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, man, um, yeah. So my car blew up. That's also another thing that's happened recently. Um, I was at a job in around Louisville, Kentucky, um, maybe like a half hour from it, but I'll just say Louisville because everybody probably knows where that is. And so I was there by myself. I had got sent there to prep the floor um, in a Rivian manufacturing company. Rivian is like a, it's an electric car company. So on like the second day of me being there by myself, um, I had completed what I needed to complete for that day. So I was getting ready to leave to go back to the hotel room um, that had been booked for me. And when I put the car in reverse, um, I backed out of my parking spot put the car in in into gear and I pressed on the pedal and the car didn't go anywhere. It just revved and then it like shot me forward. And I was like, oh shit, man. I was like, my transmission is about to go and I'm five hours away from home alone. <laughs> so um, at the time, I didn't know that that's exactly what it was. That was when I... I I figured the only way it was skipping gears like that is if it was, had to do with my transmission, right? But I didn't want to believe it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen, and I'm going to push it <laughs> to the to the hotel room. So it didn't happen again. Um, and I got to the hotel room and everything, and yada, yada, yada. So I was kicking it in the hotel room for a little bit, and then I was like, damn, you know, I'm hungry. So I went to the Taco Bell that was not far from the hotel. And when I started to get on the road, when I came around the right bend to get onto the road, it did it again. And it did it like even worse. Like it kicked and it made like this crazy ass noise. And I was like, man, my transmission is donezo. So I start calling people. I call my boss and I'm like, yo, man, um my car is refusing to move and it's freaking me out and so he's like all right well we'll send some guys there like they won't be there till later tomorrow i'm like all right i can make this work you know like i have a job to do and it's got to be done by like a certain time and like i'm trying to keep my mind there so yeah i mean anyway couple days went by the job got done I kept driving my car it kept doing that you know it was like how else was I gonna get around you know so I take my car to a shop and I have to leave it in Louisville and uh yeah so I'm jumping around here a little bit but my boss showed up my boss showed up you know he he helped me with finish the floor um, he helped me get around. I leave my car at a shop. He's like, dude, I gotta go back to, I gotta go back to Indiana. Like, it's my kid's birthday this weekend, you know, so like, you can either stay here and, you know, figure out what you're gonna do, or you can come back to Indiana with me and go from there. So I was like, man, all right. So I went back to Indiana with him. And then my buddy Ronnie picked me up from Indiana and we drove back to Akron, Ohio. And like a week goes by and I get a call from the shop and they're like, yeah, your transmission's got this, 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 and this wrong with it. And so um, I was like, yeah, you know what? Go ahead and fix it, whatever. So they fix it and then everything else just kind of fell Everything else just kind of started to snowball at, at that, you know, like I was I was a dummy and I was behind rent. Um, 
I was behind in rent, so yeah, so me and Squant had to leave the apartment, um, kind of ruined that relationship. I haven't really heard much from him since then. Um, he's definitely got every right to feel how he feels. You know, I'd be, I'd be really mad too, like if my buddy let me move in and then kick me out, which actually, that did happen to me. So... Yeah, nah, man, I, I, I understand why he feels the way he feels, and I hope he's doing all right for himself. Um, What else? Yeah, so then I, I moved out. Um, I moved out of Akron. I'm not living in the, in the, in the hood no more. Um, I'm back at my dad's house in my hometown where I'm from um, just to kind of get back on my feet, you know. I'm, I'm, I, I called it a transitional phase earlier because I'm I'm just kind of, I'm at the point where I realize that, like, I act like I'm a teenager, you know? Like, I live my life as if I'm not responsible for my own self, um, you know, with the, with the partying and, you know, being out until 3 o'clock every night, even though, like, I would have work at 8 a.m. and just... Just living really irresponsibly, you know, and I don't blame anybody for that except for me, right? I mean, because you're in control of your own self, and I have been out of control for far too long. Um, I moved out of my mom's house when I was 18 years old, and I quite literally have nothing to show for it, you know, literally. You know, I just got a couple things, and that's it. So I'm practicing solitude right now, you know, like I don't, I have friends, you know, but I have, but I, I can tell that I'm moving away from a lot of the stuff that they're continuing. And that's all right with me, you know, it's taken me a little bit, but I mean, that's all right, you know, I just, I want to, I want to build a life, you know, I want to do something that I can look back on and feel proud of it. You know, like like this podcast, for instance, you know, like I just want to be able to look back and feel like I did something correct, you know. And as the last five years are concerned, I mean, I've done a lot of good stuff. But my my irresponsibleness is has caused me a lot of my own suffering versus actually accomplishing really anything. So that's where I'm at. You know, I don't take having to move back home as a as a bad thing as I normally would. I look at it as a way to completely restart, you know? So obviously with not having a car, I haven't been doing my flooring job. So like I haven't been traveling, which sucks, but... It's an experience that I got to have, and that's awesome. Like, I, not a lot of people can say that they've worked for a place that pretty much pays for their cost of living while making an ass ton of money and while seeing cool stuff, you know? So that I'm very pleased and I feel blessed that, like, I've, I got that opportunity, and I'll cherish that forever. Hopefully I can go back to it. You know, I would like to still go if they'll have me. You know, it was a little complicated for me to be like, hey, I'm not going to be able to go on all these jobs that I said I would. But So I'm, I'm literally starting from the bottom all over again. And I'm cool with it because that needed to happen. I had to fall flat on my ass to straighten myself out and I think I'm doing an okay job at it I haven't seen as much money as I have in my savings account in a while <laughs> you know because I would just blow it so um I I try to be as transparent as possible because it's just I feel like we need more of that you know people are too like mysterious and have no personality so you know I'll just be as open as I can so I did get another job, and I do I do enjoy it. It it has its qualities that 
make it kind of feel like I'm still at seamless, you know. We drive big trucks all day. We're carrying 26-foot trailers, 28 feet, whatever they are, you know. So there's an aspect to it that's still that I'm familiar with that still feels good. Um, I don't know if I said what I'm doing, but I guess it doesn't really matter. But I'm, I'm doing lawn care, and it's like, you know, um, whatever, but it's cool. You know, I get to be outside all day. And I love being outside, so that's cool. I mean, I'm freezing my ass off right now. You know, it's winter time in Ohio. But, yeah, um, the only crabby part is that lawn care has downtime. So, you know, we only work right now when it snows. And that's going to be a bit of a struggle because my income for the wintertime is going to be super low. Um, so I guess I'm just kind of trying to find something to do in the meantime. Um, and then the other hard part about that is trying to find a part-time job that'll take me, that understands that I might call off if I have to, because my main priority is the lawn care service. So it's just a lot. It's what it, you know, it's a lot, but I did it to myself and I'm going to make the best of what I'm being given right now, you know. I didn't expect for my dad to take me back with such open arms after I've been gone for five years. And it's even crazy that it's been that long. You know, the last time I lived in his house, I was 16 years old. So I guess it's been longer than that. You know, seven, eight years or some something. So, but, you know, they've been good with it. And... I'm trying to be as respectful of their stuff as I can, as they are with mine, you know. So it's just trying to relearn how to coexist with your parents. That's the hardest part at the moment, um, you know. But I, I, it's going good. <laughs> it's going as smooth as I could have hoped that it would, you know. I'm trying to do one thing at a time. Like, it's like, all right, well, I need a car. So that's first priority is get a car. And then I'm trying to set myself straight. So it's like, you know, if if the homies call and they're not doing something that seems very productive for me right now, I'm obviously going to have to decline, you know. So that... That's also probably the hardest part is just trying to have some self-control right now. Is like, yeah, I could go do all that stuff, but I mean, is it going to help me in the long run? Probably not, you know. I've been living the, uh, the, f- the f- quick fix and temporary happiness life for a little too long. Now, I really need to understand... Um, At some point, I have to set my life up, you know. I have to do something that's going to set me up for the future. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to start to put more focus into this. I'm going to, I want to start to put more focus in, you know, digital editing. So, you know, I've been, I've been back on the Instagram real thing. I'm trying to make them more consistently. I've been riding my bike more. Just being happy, like creating my own happiness, not trying to create it around other people's habits, you know, so. Um, It is lonely, though, I will say that, you know. I'm pretty used to being surrounded by a lot of people at the same time, at all times, and... Um, that's just not the case right now. Um, you know, like, I have me, and then, you know, I have my sisters, and I have my mom and my dad, and then, and that's cool, you know. Um, there's a lot of wisdom in, in our parents that I feel like we can, we can pull things from. 
but they're not my age, <laughs> you know, they don't, they're not interested in the same things I am, and that's okay, you know, I, I just have to keep myself motivated, and I will do the best that I can with that, so, uh, I think, I think I struggle to stay motivated towards the things that I've wanted to set out to do because I'm surrounded by people or I have surrounded myself with people who don't think like I do. And it's upsetting to me that that is the reality because most of those people are people that I've known, you know, since I was in my early high school years. And I'm at the point in life where this is just what happens. You know, we get in our 20s and we all start to just want different lives. You know, it's it's no longer um, going to school and then coming out of school and then all collectively going and doing the same thing because our interests change. And I feel like I'm I'm really struggling with that. Like I'm really having a hard time with the fact of um, that I'm not going to have friends for a little while, and I'm not going to have people around me, and I'm not going to have people cheering me on. Like I I'm, I'm at that point in life that we all reach where we have to do it for ourselves. And I think the reason that I struggle with that so hard is because Akron is where I found community. Like, I just feel like I never fit in anywhere else. But when I came to Akron, it was a fresh start. Like, I, re- I could reinvent myself to be who I wanted to be, and I could learn new things and I could and and yeah and that's what Akron was and I always talk about the skate park so fondly because I mean it's just it's it's my favorite place it's um that's where I found community and that's where I found a hobby that I still like to do you know it's not when I first started BMX and riding like I just wanted to be like the greatest of all time and then you know, that faded, and, you know, I don't really care to be super good anymore. I simply just do it at this point because I like to do it. I think originally I went in with the wrong intention, and um, but now, you know, I do it by myself, and I, I don't really ride with anybody. I just still do it, and that's good enough. For me, um, getting off track there a little bit, but I, I mean, I just, I'm just having a real hard time with the fact that I have to, um, just kind of exist here without anybody around me, um, even though there are people around me, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to, it's hard to speak on because I'm still trying to understand it myself, you know? Like, I'm still trying to understand it. What I mean, as what I was saying is that Akron is where I found friends and people like me. And now that I'm approaching my mid-20s, that is going away again and it sucks because my whole life I've felt alone in my mind and it's happening again and it sucks. I'm being very depressed right now. I promise I'm not sad or anything. I'm just speaking my truth and my reality 
and it's just I don't know I don't do good with that kind of stuff you know I've learned that I've there's some kind of like chemical imbalance in my brain I've been diagnosed with these weird ass shits and it's you know whatever they want me to take meds and but I want to learn how to do it without the meds you know because I don't I am very aware that you know my mind is a little goofy but I don't want to have to rely on synthetic chemicals <laughs> to to balance out the ones that are not working properly um yeah I mean yeah so I said all that to say I'm just gonna figure out my next step what it is that I need to do to be more comfortable in my own skin and what I need to do to be more comfortable um, and solid in my walk with myself um, yeah I'm gonna utilize this time to get back to what I started you know wanting to be tech savvy and wanting to create things and be proud of myself and fall out of line of doing what everybody else is doing and just really discover me and who I am and what I like and what I want to be so it is sad to be and feel as lonely as I do but it's good I think it's also very good because I think the only way to truly understand yourself is to be with yourself, you know? Um, on a more positive note, though, in my solitude that I'm creating for myself, um, I've picked up some some new hobbies as 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 well as strengthening current ones or ones that I've had for a while. Like, um, one of my favorite things that I've been doing a lot lately is um, my stepdad bought me a guitar when I was in the 10th grade, and then I only used it that year while I was taking a guitar uh, lesson class or whatever. And then that summer, I never touched it really ever again. Um, but since I've moved home, you know, two months ago, I've been playing my guitar a lot. Um, I'm actually, <laughs> when, as soon as I started talking about my guitar, I started swaying. Um, cause when I play, dude, I just get in it, you know, I just, I, I, I feel like I'm learning really fast. Like I've, I can play a couple of songs now and I, and I've, I'm even at the point where like, in just two months, I'm kind of like creating my own sound. Um, I'm create like I've I, I've wrote a sheet of music already, just one, but just to see like if I could do it. Um, so that's cool. So now I just now I have this new idea where like I feel like I can make a very uh, a very basic. Uh, guitar rift song kind of thing so that's been fun um dude yeah like i'll i'll warm up like i'll warm up by like playing a couple songs that i know um and then like running through a scale or something and then uh and then i'll just kind of start improvising and i'll improvise for like a half hour straight and i'll just be in it man like i i i get so hyped talking about it i'm i'm still like rocking myself um I'll just be closing my eyes and just strumming the hell out of the string and and just picking at such a rate that just feels good and it, it, dude I, I I'm obsessed with playing my guitar right now. Um unfortunately because I live at home um and it's cold I can't 
I can't, again, it's another one of those things where, like, I can't do it as often as I would like, and it, it, it's actually pissing me off talking about it. Because um, I, I just like that, man. I don't know why I can't get over that. Like, I have all these freaking things that I want to do and that I have done, and and I just cannot seem to stick with them. And it's because, well, I know why. It's because I would rather go have fun instead of, like, trying to actually build something. And it's just so fucking annoying. Like, man, like, like just just build. Like, are you going to build or are you going to keep screwing off? Like, what, you got to pick one, you know? <laughs> uh, excuse me for getting heated right now. I just, I just... But that's what it is, man. Like I'm gonna, I, I swear, I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this as an as an up as a plus opportunity. I've got a vision, and I've got something that I need to chase. And I'm, I'm really at that point in my life, and and the actions that I take just show it. You know, like I'm gonna get it because I don't have another option. Like I'm gonna get what I want. Because I'm here one time, you know, I, I'm only here once and I and I need to stop screwing up. You know, I need to stop fucking my life up. I, excuse me, I should not use that kind of language inside of a church. Holy moly. I just, I, I get so passionate about what, I, what I'm saying sometimes that I just, it just gets to me. But, you know, it... it so, I mean, I guess I talked about all the bad that solitude is bringing me, but it's also bringing me a lot of good. Like, I've never been so focused on it. You know, I'm so focused. And, and, I, and, and I feel like a lot of it is because I'm, I'm way more sober. Like, I'm not always trashed, and I'm not, I'm not you know, that's, that's a big plus. Like, I don't have people that I'm trying to prove it to. Like, at this point, I'm just trying to prove it to myself, you know. So, yeah, you know, the, the, the guitar thing, I got away from it, but I, that's been really fun. I get so into it, and it's cold, so, you know, I was going to the garage to play, but it's so freaking cold in the garage, like, my fingers freeze up, or the guitar gets out of tune way too quick, so I'm, it's kind of on the back burner right now. Um, but, you know, I, t- I was talking to my dad, and I was like, hey, man, like, um, if you could, I'd like to use the church every once in a while. And while he was kind of like, you know, that can't really use it too often because, you know, runs the electric and just stuff that made sense as to why I can't use the church. Um, so I'm just, I guess I just kind of going to have to wait till it warms up a little bit. Um, so I don't have a room like at my dad's house. I kind of, I just kind of sleep wherever, um. So, you know, it's an adjustment. Um, but, yeah, man, when, when, the, when, the, when the weather rolls around and, like, I can really get outside and sit outside and just play my little heart out, like, dude, it's so fun. Like, I've always, 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 always been highly attracted to music. Like, just always. Like, I remember, like, you know, when I started listening to rap music, I was only, like, 10, and... I remember, like, trying to write my own <laughs> stuff, like, in notebooks, you know, whatever, stuff that I'm sure we all do. Um, but, yeah, like, and, I, and I've and i just constantly, I'm, I've always had headphones in. Dude, I can't count how many pairs of earbuds I've gotten taken away throughout my school career. So many, dude. So many. Constantly asking my parents to buy me new headphones. Uh, and I, you know, like I still do it now, you know, like my headphones are just always in, I'm always listening to music. And as of lately too, like I've been expanding my music, like what kind of music I listen to. Like I, I haven't really been listening to rap music anymore. Cause I don't know. It's just not, I'm just not that interested in it anymore, I guess. Like there's so much other music out there than rap. Um, hell I'm even listening to like country music right now. Like I've I've got a decent amount of country music in my playlist now. So it's just one of those things where like I've been alone. Like I've been like trying to understand myself more. And so 
music is a big part of that for sure like obviously everybody in this day and age is listening to rap music but like when you're by yourself and like a song comes on that like maybe you never heard before that's in a different genre you're kind of like oh i can get down with that and that that's just blown up like from the first song that i listened to that wasn't rap music up until now like my music is everywhere country music and like blues and i've got some jazz and there's reggae in there and and uh there's like punk rock and heavy metal and like dude it's everywhere and it's awesome music is such a beautiful thing dude there's so much expression in it like there's something there's something way different about trying to decipher and interpret something that you can only listen to rather than like seeing like movies you know like i'm a super big movie buff like i've always really been highly interested in movies like i almost glorify them like i almost glorify how life should be through what kind of movies i'm into but then you take the visual aspect away from it and then it's just like sounds and people speaking and dude it's Oh my god, I love music. It's so beautiful. It's awesome. And um um it's been kind of a secret cuz like I I I'm actually like really scared of dating. Like I I don't um I've been like really terrified of like having a girlfriend and whatever. But I've been dating this girl for um about a month now. Um, we've been talking for four months, um, we've been dating for one, so it's still pretty new, and, um, but she really likes music, too, like, she likes music probably just as much as I do, and that's been cool, because, like, I can listen, like, you can learn a lot about somebody, like, or about their mood, or about, like, what they might be feeling based on, like, what they are listening to so my ear is like really tuned in to like that and um like her the stuff that she listens to is is still completely different from like what I listen to even though my music has branched out a lot but it's not really like she doesn't listen to like any rap music at all but she also listens to like there's a lot of country in there okay so I guess her music isn't completely different but um, but, like, is she even listens to, like, musicals, and, like, that's really interesting to me, like, it's, because it's new, like, it's a new sound, so, you know, like, when I was in the car with her one day, she was playing some musical numbers, and I was like, yo, that's actually kind of pimping, <laughs> like, that's actually pretty dope that, like, you don't listen to, to what everybody else listens to, that's really great, so, yeah, um, yeah, man, I can't believe I just said that, and I'm going to post it. Um, I think in the last podcast, I had said that, like, I was, I've I've been single for over a year now, and I was really liking being a single guy. Um, not because, like, I was being a man-ho, because I definitely wasn't. It was more or less, like, sweet, I don't have to um, deal with stuff, and, um... I saw this post that was like it was some it was some lady like oh I see we're catcalling women today and then it switches over to a dude that's like no I get nervous walking into grocery stores and I've never felt a video more than that so I just like being single because I could just that was just one less thing that I, like I had to deal with while I'm dealing with so much but I don't know, man. Like, I met this girl on a work trip, and um, I just wanted to hang out with her just because every once in a while, like, every once in a while I would hang out with a girl, and I would just hang out with her just to, like, be around women. You know, like, it it wasn't, like, a sexual thing or none of that. Like, I and I would express that. Like, I'd be like, yo, I'll hang out with you, but, like, I don't want nothing to happen. And, um... 
that was a 50-50 thing, too, because, like, some girls didn't like that because, like, some girls, they just wanted, like, a quick hookup or something. And then some girls were down with it, but then after a while, they wanted more. And I was like, I can't give you more right now. Like, I'm not emotionally available to it. Um, and so that's kind of what that one was just going to be. Like, I would, I just, I hadn't hung out with any girls in a while. So, like, I got on Tinder when I was on a work trip in Florida and... Um, you know, I matched with her and, um, I was like, yo, I want to hang out, but I also, I don't want to do none of that. Like, I just want to be around you and like in your space and yada, yada, yada. And she was like, yeah, no, that's cool. So we hung out for a while. Uh, we hung out a couple times and then, um, I didn't see it coming at all, but it kind of started to progress and I was not upset that it was progressing like I was like yo I kind of like you and like she was like yo I kind of like you too and then um she came to Ohio uh for a week and while she was here um I like asked her out or whatever um I took her to this spot that like I've been going to since I was you know, 13 years old, uh, kind of cliche, but you know, like, you know, how you, don't leave me alone in this, you know, when everybody, we all have one spot that like we can think of where like we would go, you know, like it was your spot, you know, everybody's got that. I know it for a fact. So I took her there and I made like this whole big deal about it. And, um, yeah, so now we're dating and we've been dating for about a month and it's, goes pretty smooth um yeah it's going pretty smooth I give her a lot of credit for dealing with me that's for sure because um because I got a lot of skeletons in my closet a lot and she handles them super well uh she handles them too well you know like she she doesn't get it like she doesn't understand it but like she is dealing with it and it's it's actually really awesome to have somebody be that patient you know uh because I do like her and I like her a lot and I didn't think that I would like anybody for a while like I didn't want to and I didn't see it coming and yeah so um I I I kept it a secret for a while, just because I was, I just wanted to see where it would go, like, what was happening, you know, because I was unsure of what was going on, but, um, yeah, no, it's been going smooth, um, the whole relationship itself is something that, like, I wouldn't normally do, like, everything about it is unnatural to me, so the whole experience of her is very exciting and new and it's just it's 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 awesome it's going well like um so i just i lately i've been like just trying to i i hope i'm doing as much as i can with what i can do you know because i i still have like walls like i got some walls and um they they don't cause arguments, but they cause in-depth conversation, you know, because she's so open, you know, like she, like she's all in, you know, she's all in it and, you know, I'm, I'm all in it, but like, but like, but my walls are, um, they're causing some, some slowdown a little bit. I guess you could say, like, I I don't know, like, nothing super detrimental. But, um, you know, I know that I have things that I need to continue to work on on myself. And for her to say, like, hey, um, I know that you have stuff to work on, but, like, I'll help you any way that you, any way that I can is, like, wow, you know, it's like, did you really just say that to me? Or, like, am I having a fever dream? Um, I guess it's just not something that I'm used to because it makes me uncomfortable when she says that kind, those kinds of things. 
<laughs> like, I know it shouldn't make me uncomfortable, but it does, because, like, it feels like it's a trick or something, you know? It's just, I don't know. But, you know, she's she's good to me, and, um, you know, I just, I want to be good for her, too. I, I you know, because, I mean, she's, she's something special, that's for sure. Like, she... If she was able to get my attention the way that she's gotten it, I don't know what where she what she's doing different, but she's doing something different and I like it. <laughs> and so and so yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to call her after this podcast is over, Ryan. <laughs> uh yeah, man, she just she gives me them butterflies. I hope I give her them butterflies, but. <laughs> oh, what a podcast! Yeah, what a roller coaster of stuff. Um, what a roller coaster of stuffs and things. On that note, um, I've been trying to quit nicotine, um, and I'm doing good. I I haven't owned a vape in about a week. And so I've actually switched over to Black and Miles. And I know you're like, oh, that's terrible. Um, but the thing is, with, like, when you have a vape, I mean, it's constantly on your person. And you can hit it anywhere, anytime of any day. As um, with smoking, like, traditional tobacco, um, you have to be outside. And you can't have it on you 24-7. And you can't smoke inside. And so that's been helping. And I have said all that to say that I'm having a craving right now, and I think I'm going to go satisfy that craving with a hit of some tobacco and uh, wrap this podcast up because I think I'm approaching the hour mark. So thank you for going on this roller coaster ride with me. Um, I felt like 50 emotions um, and talked about 30 different subjects in this one podcast as I've needed to do because like I have said in previous ones this is kind of a form of therapy for me Um, because I'd rather talk to an inanimate object and then I guess post it for somebody who maybe I think hopefully somebody can learn something from me while I'm going through this process of trying to grow up as a 20 something Um, so yeah thank you for listening if you made it this far Um, And as always, guys, what inspires you, and um, hopefully you listen to the next one. All right, peace.